Hello and welcome to my podcast, Just For Today. I am Steph Granger, therapeutic mentor, and I am delighted that you are here. My intention for the Just For Today podcast is to inspire, empower, share my knowledge, tools, and techniques, as well as what some may call my wisdom to help you navigate this crazy thing called life. Each episode, I will dig into the lessons I have learned, either through client work or personal experiences, or sometimes both. And most importantly, share tangible tools for you to take away in order for you to truly live in the present just for today. So let's not waste any more time and get into the show. Hi, Steph here. Welcome back to another edition of my podcast. I am absolutely delighted to have you here. Last week, I went into my WhatsApp community, which is full of so many beautiful, vibrant, really intentional women. And I asked them, what do you want me to talk about on my podcast? Because, you know, each week I I find something relevant or I, I, I get curious about what would my listeners be interested to hear about. And I often ask in my WhatsApp group because the women that are in there are, are there for a reason. They've come because they enjoy my messaging. They follow me on socials. They listen to the podcast. And one one subject that came up and what I'm going to speak to you about today is the emotion anger. So let's get into it, shall we? Let's get into the emotion anger. And in this week's episode, I'm going to really delve into my understanding and how I work with anger. So if I was to picture anger, I've immediately got that image in my head of the emoji that we have on our phone, you know, the the red image, red face, eyebrows pointing down. I'm making the face, even though most of you can't see me, although if you're watching on YouTube, you can see I'm trying to make my eyebrows do like a V-type shape. That kind of real feeling of frustration and just this boiling over of something that's just building up in our bodies. And anger, as with all the emotions that we feel, that we experience, we are taught how to experience these emotions. And I can only speak on behalf of my conditioning and my generation. And I know that the current generations that are are going through the early years of school and everything are definitely being taught more about emotional awareness, emotional intelligence, and all of those, those lovely things. But I can only speak as a child that was born in the 70s of my awareness of emotions and regulation and understanding and why they feel the way they do. But anger wasn't something that was ever expressed in a healthy way, which might sound crazy to you, right? It might sound crazy that anger and healthy are used in the same sentence. But I believe that every emotion is relevant. Every emotion has the equal amount of importance and is showing up to be felt. And if I was to give anger a voice from my own perspective, it would be, I feel unheard. I feel unappreciated. I feel unseen. I feel there's an injustice that's happened and no one wants to hear me talk about it or no one will validate me amongst all of it. I feel contained. I feel suppressed. I just feel very, very angry. (laughs) Yes, would be the word, right? And it's, it, it feels like a real oppressed emotion. And if we don't have any guidance or we've never been really shown how to move through emotions, it can feel like it's contained within your body and it has nowhere to go. How do we exercise it? How do we allow it to leave our body? How do we work with anger? 
because all the emotions that show up, especially the uncomfortable ones, they're here to give us a meaning, to show us emotion, to show us something. And learning how to work with them rather than trying to shut them down is so important. It's it's imperative as far as I'm concerned because it's not going away, is it? We can't just put a lid on it and just forget it ever existed. I've just been reminded of me and my husband went to see Book of Mormon last week in London and there's this, um, a part of it where they... They say they just switch the emotions off. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling frustrated. I'm feeling all these uncomfortable emotions. Switch. It's gone. And that seems to be some of the ways in which we're taught. Turn that off. Ignore that emotion. It's got no need. You've got no need to be angry. There's no reason to be angry. Let it go. Push it away. Release it. Okay, so how do we do that? Emotions are here to be felt. They are here to be experienced. All emotions are here for a reason. And when we ignore them, we supersize them. When we suppress them, they get stronger because they need to be released. They need to be worked with. They need to be given an outlet. And the irony is, is that anger for me is, it comes when I feel, like I said before, not heard, not seen, not validated, not respected, just not being treated in a fair way. That's when anger shows up. So so to ignore it is doing the complete antithesis of what we need to do. Hope that makes sense. I know what I'm trying to say. It's the complete opposite action of what we should do when we're experiencing anger. Now, when we work with anger and we work with emotions in a controlled way, in a, it's not an outburst. It is a, why am I feeling this way? I want to find an outlet for anger as opposed to aggression that comes with, I guess, somebody that's not wanting to intentionally work with that emotion. People that have bursts of anger and then as if nothing's happened. That, you know, that's a very um, uncontrollable way of working with an emotion. What I'm talking about here is working with the emotion and almost getting in the boat with it and going, right, okay, where are we going? You know, or just cuddling up next to it and going, okay, let's, let's work through. Why are you feeling so angry right now? One of the things that I find the most beneficial to do when I'm feeling angry is I sit and I write about that anger. I would get a sheet of paper and a pen and I would put at the top of it what I'm angry about. So let's just say, I'm trying to think of an example without implicating anybody in my life. Let me tell you about an experience I had a few years ago. I had a relationship of friendship come to an end. It had been a little bit tricky for a couple of years. I felt unheard. They felt unheard. And we were getting nowhere, absolutely nowhere. We were just butting heads consistently. And actually what I realized is that this friendship had had come to the end of its season. They don't, they say people come into your life for a season, a reason or a lifetime. And I recognized that our season had come to an end. We were never going to find a way forwards because I guess neither party could adapt their map of the world to each other's. And I felt unheard. I'm sure they felt unheard. Well, I know they did. And my words wouldn't have been heard in the way I needed them to be heard. And their words wouldn't have been heard in the way that they needed to be heard. It was just one of those situations where no one is coming out of this as a winner. It was very, very sad. Um, It was a real loss to my life. But it was also something that I recognised needed to happen. 
But I was still left with lots of anger. I was still really frustrated that this person didn't validate my feelings in any of this. All they cared about was how they felt in all of this. And I'd done my best to validate their feelings, obviously not good enough in their opinion. But I had all this anger that was left, this residual anger that had nowhere to go because it would never land in the way I wanted it to. And you know, often other people can't hear what we need them to hear because their map of the world looks very different to ours. They have a different objective when listening as well. Um, and it, it and it, again, if we're not taught as we're growing up that other people's opinions are just as valid as our own, um, it, it can be really tricky when we're communicating. So I was left with residual anger, this frustration that I needed to have an outlet for. And I'll be completely honest, the header at the top of the sheet of the paper that I wrote on said, I think you're a shit friend because that's how it started now, you can do this if you actually do still want to engage in a relationship with somebody, but you have this residual anger that you just need to get out of your system because unconsciously writing allows you to just say and speak without a filter to a sheet of paper that there's no judgment, there's no one, that sheet of paper isn't going to rationalise it, isn't going to say, oh, but hang on a minute, this happened and that happened. That sheet of paper is just there to receive your words and absorb your words and give you that space in order to just vomit everywhere, verbally, I mean. So I spent 15 minutes of unconscious writing. I think you're a shit friend because. And I listed all of the reasons and all of the frustrations and all of the sadness and all of those emotions that had come as a result of this ending that I had come to. And by verbally vomiting onto this sheet of paper, it, my body felt like it had somewhere to go with it. It felt like I had released it from my mind and my body because when it's stuck in our head, our body is impacted. It always is. It felt like I had released it from my body. I then destroyed that sheet of paper. And for me, I ripped it up into tiny, tiny pieces and, and threw it away. You could destroy it in, in the way of burning it if you really wanted to. And I've burned things in the past. This time I wanted to just write it on a sh and, and tear it up because that felt relevant and that felt the right course of action. Um, because it wasn't like I was saying um, goodbye forever. When I burn things on sheets of paper, it's usually things I'm ready to let go of when I'm doing um, moon ceremonies, new moon, new um, old moon ceremonies. And it's like, I'm ready to let go of this limiting belief. And I write that down and I burn that. I didn't want to let go of this person. I wanted to let go of this anger. I was ready to move on from this person, but it wasn't like I wanted them to never be there anymore. It was just, I'm ready for the next phase. And I might not now see you for five years 15 years, 20 years, or might be two months. It doesn't matter. I've let go of the anger. We will never, we will no longer ever be in a relationship like we were, but it wasn't like I needed that line drawn. It was I needed my emotions to have an outlet. I needed a safe space to let that anger from my body and, and to release that. And my goodness, did it help. Oh, you can never underestimate the power of just getting a sheet of paper and a pen and unconsciously writing. It's why I advocate for journaling so much. Because when you start to write, and I'm not talking about typing either, I'm talking about writing, you really under, start to understand yourself and you can make connections to why you felt that way. 
why you feel frustrated, why you felt rejected, why you felt unheard, all of those things, you can start to make an, uh, become underst- become to understand why you were feeling the way that you were. It starts to put little pieces into the giant puzzle of your life. It really is such a powerful way to move through emotions. Because often, like I said, that you can say all these things to that person, but they will never be heard in the way you need them to be heard. And an unbiased, non-judgmental sheet of paper will. It will. And it sounds crazy, but it just will. What it also allows you to do is then look again at the situation with a fresh set of eyes because you've released the emotion that was holding you in that space. That anger was keeping you still. It's like when you move through the phases of grief, anger is a very relevant and important one. But if you get stuck there, it isn't. It doesn't help you get into the next part of the process. It doesn't help anybody when we get stuck in anger because the world feels such an angry place. You will all know somebody that moves through the world stuck in anger. And it's such an uncomfortable position to be around them. And I'm sure it must be uncomfortable for them to be in that body as well. I I choose to not live with anger. So I work with anger. It's my ally. I recognize it when it comes. I speak to it, I communicate with it, and then I let it go. It's a very important part of any type of healing process. But we have to give it a voice. It's like any of these emotions, it needs a voice. So getting it onto a sheet of paper gets the the sting out of the feelings. Then you can look at it with a whole different perspective. It kind of cleanses your palate and allows you to be more subjective in that moment. And by me letting those words out onto that sheet of paper, what happened was, is then I looked back and could see the relationship through a fresh set of eyes. I could see it for all its beauty. I could see it for all that it had taught me, but it also gave me that clarification that what I decided to do was absolutely right for me and the life that I live. I don't have any malice, any frustrations, any anger on this person. I'd let it go because it was showing up I worked through it and it had no purpose staying after that. So this is a process I love to take myself through with any of the uncomfortable emotions that I feel I'm stuck in. I work with them. I ask them, what do you, what do you need from me? Sometimes you can visualize it as a, an actual object and you can place it in the palm of your hands and you can ask it, what do you need? How can I help you? It's a bit like working with your inner child. What does she need? Where is she struggling? Listen to last week's episode if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about. We can work with all of these things. They are within our grasp to work with. So just for today, I would love you to think about a time where you got stuck in anger and give that anger a voice because it's a bit like the, um, if you've ever seen the movie Inside Out, if you haven't, I would actively encourage you to go watch it. It's a Pixar movie. It's not just for kids. It's got a beautiful message for kids, but if you can watch it, you can get access to it online, go and watch it because it shows you anger really beautifully and sadness and joy, how all of them have their place and why all of them need to be recognized and acknowledged. So just for today, I'd love you to take away from this episode how you can start to allow yourself to feel all of the uncomfortable emotions. Anger is just as important as the ones that feel really comfortable in our body. And if this is something that you are ready to explore further, 
coming up at the beginning of February, I am offering Pause and Reconnect online, people. So this is an online opportunity. If you're geographically restricted, you can't get to me in Chelmsford or you are time restricted. I'm going to pop a link in the show notes to the online module. We meet four times over the course of four weeks. We meet an hour at a time. And session two is all about feeling all the feelings. The first session is around beliefs, how we um, adopt them and how we create change. Then we look at feelings and allowing ourselves to feel all of them. Week three, we look at collateral beauty. Of course we do, it's my favorite thing to do. So how we can um, change and adapt the way that we looked of, of the lifetime we've lived so far and how we can allow it to propel us forwards. And the fourth session is all about intentions and being intentional and living with intention. If this is something that would be right up your street, check out the link below, whether you're listening. So in the show notes or on YouTube, it's below the video. I would love to welcome you and see you there. Until next time, people. Thank you for being here and listening in. I am so, so grateful for this opportunity to spend time with you. I would love to hear from you about topics you would like me to dive into and you can connect with me on the socials at I am Steph Granger. So before you go, let me leave you with this final thought. Just for today, be present in your life. Engage your senses, see what you see, hear what you hear and feel what you feel and really notice what is right in front of you because one thing we truly know to be true is that we only have now. Take care. Until next time.